Genesis chapter 6. Now it came to pass that men began to exist in great numbers on the earth, and daughters were born to them. So when the sons of God saw the daughters of men were beautiful, they took wives for themselves all they chose. Then the Lord God said, My spirit shall not remain with these people forever, for they are flesh, so their days shall be one hundred and twenty years. Now there were giants on the earth in those days, and afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men of old, men of renown. Then the Lord God saw man's wickedness, that it was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts within his heart was only evil continually. So God was grieved that he had made man on the earth, and he thought this over. Then God said, I will blot out man whom I created from the face of the earth, from man to cattle, and from the creeping things to the birds of heaven. For I am grieved that I made them. But Noah found grace in the presence of the Lord God. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a righteous man who was perfect in his generation and well-pleasing to God. So Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt before God and filled with unrighteousness. Thus the Lord God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all the flesh corrupted their way on the earth. Then God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with unrighteousness through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of square timber. You shall make the ark in compartments, and cover it inside and outside with pitch. Thus you shall make the ark, three hundred cubits in length, fifty cubits in breadth, and thirty cubits in height. Now when you assemble the ark, you shall gradually finish it up to a cubit at the top, and set the door in its side. You shall make the ark with lower, second, and third stories. And behold, I am bringing a flood of water on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Whatever is on earth shall die, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. From every living thing of all flesh you shall bring two of every kind into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of the birds after their kind, of animals after their kind, and of every creeping thing on the earth after its kind, two of every kind. They will enter into the ark with you, male and female, to keep them alive. You shall also take for yourselves all kinds of food to eat, and you shall gather it both for yourself and for them. Thus Noah did according to all the Lord God commanded him, so he did. Genesis chapter 6 Joshua chapter 6 Jericho was enclosed and fortified, and no one went out or into it. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Behold, I will deliver Jericho into your hands, its king and its army of soldiers who are mighty, but place your soldiers around it. And it shall come to pass that when you sound with the trumpet, let all the people shout together, and when they shout, the walls of the city shall fall by themselves, and all the people will enter, each rushing throughout the entire area of the city. So Joshua the son of Nun went to the priests, and he spoke to them, saying, Command the people to go around and surround the city, and let the men of war pass unarmed before the Lord. Let seven priests holding seven holy trumpets likewise pass before the Lord, and let them signal vigorously, and let the ark of the covenant of the Lord follow after them. Let the men of war go in front, and let the priests be 
the rear guard behind the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord as they proceed, and the sound of trumpets. Now Joshua gave a command to the people, saying, Do not shout, nor let anyone hear your voice, until the day I myself tell you to shout, and then shout. So when the Ark of the Covenant of God went around the city, it immediately returned into the camp and lodged there. Then on the second day Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. Seven priests carried seven trumpets and went on before the Lord. The armed men followed after with the rest of the multitude behind the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. Then the priests sounded the trumpets, and all the rest of the multitude encircled the city from close by, then again went back to the camp. This they did for six days. On the seventh day they rose early in the morning and went around the city six times. Then it came to pass that as they marched around the seventh time, the priests blew the trumpets, and Joshua said to the sons of Israel, Shout, for indeed the Lord has handed over the city to you. For the city shall be a curse before the Lord, it, it and whatever is in it. However, preserve Rahab the harlot and whatever is in her house. But be very careful to keep yourself from what is accursed, lest you yourself consider to take it, to take from it what is accursed. And then you shall make the camp of the children of Israel a curse and destroy us. But all the silver, gold, and bronze, or iron shall be holy to the Lord and brought into the treasury of the Lord. So the priests sounded the trumpets, and when the people heard the sound of the trumpets, all the people shouted together with a great and mighty shout. Then the entire wall fell round about, and all the people went into the city. Joshua put the city under a curse with the edge of the sword, and whatever was in it from man to woman, from young man to old man, and from calf to donkey. Then Joshua said to the two young men who acted as spies, Go into the house of the woman, and bring her out from there, and whatever she has. So the two young men who had spied out the city went into the house of the woman, and brought out Rahab the harlot, her father and mother, and her brothers and kindred, and all she possessed. They set her outside the camp of Israel, and the city with everyone in it was set on fire, but the silver, the gold, the bronze, and the iron they brought into the treasury of the Lord. Thus Joshua kept alive Rahab the harlot and all the house of her father, and caused her to dwell in Israel to this very day, because she hid the spies Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Joshua adjured Israel on that day before the Lord, saying, Cursed be the man who rebuilds that city. He shall lay its foundation in his firstborn son, and he shall set up its gates with his youngest son. Thus did Heel from Bethel. He laid his foundation in Ibram, his firstborn son, and set up its gates with Segeb, his youngest surviving son. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his name was known throughout all the land. It's Joshua chapter 6. Psalm 10. In the Lord I trust. How will you say to my soul, flee to the mountains like a sparrow? See the sinners stretch the, tight their bow. They prepare their arrows in their quiver, that in a moonless night they may shoot down the upright in heart. For the things you created they destroyed. But what did the righteous man do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord, his throne, is in heaven. His eyes are fixed upon the poor man. His eyelids examine the sons of men. The Lord examines the righteous man and the ungodly man, and he who loves unrighteousness hates his own soul. He shall rain down snares upon sinners. 
Fire and brimstone and a raging wind shall be the portion of their cup. The righteous Lord loves the righteous, loves righteousness. His face beholds the upright. That was Psalm 10. Psalm 11. Save me, O Lord, for the holy man has ceased. The truthful are diminished from among the sons of men. Each one speaks useless things to his neighbor. Deceptive lips speak with a double heart. May the Lord destroy all deceptive lips, and the tongue that speaks boastful things, saying, We will make our tongue powerful, our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? Because of the suffering of the needy and because of the groaning of the poor, now I will arise, says the Lord. I will establish them in salvation. I will declare it boldly. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver fired in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. You shall guard us, O Lord, you shall preserve us from this generation forever. The ungodly walk in a circle. In your exaltation, you highly exalted the sons of men. That was Psalm 11. This is Psalm 12. How long, O Lord, will you forget me to the end? How long will you turn your face from me? How long will I take counsel in my soul, having grief in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Look upon me and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep this, lest I sleep in death. Lest my enemies say, I prevailed against him. Those who afflicted me greatly rejoice if I am shaken. But I hope in your mercy. My heart shall greatly rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord who shows kindness to me. I will sing to the name of the Lord Most High. That was Psalm 12. This is Hosea 6. Let us go and return to the Lord our God, for he has grasped and will heal us. He will smite and plug the wound with lint. After two days he will heal us. In the third day we shall rise and live before him. Let us know, let us pursue, that we might know the Lord. We shall find him ready as the daybreak, and he will come to us. As the early and latter rain to the earth. What shall I do to you, O Ephraim? What shall I do to you, O Judah? Your mercy is as a morning cloud, and as the early dew that goes away. Therefore I have cut off your prophets. I have slain them with the words of my mouth and my judgment shall go forth as the light. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than whole burnt offerings. But they are a man who transgresses the covenant. There they despised me. Gilead is a city working vainly with troubling water. Your strength is that of a pirate. The priests have hidden the way. They have murdered the people of Shechem. For they have done lawlessness in the house of Israel. I have seen horrible things. There is fornication of Ephraim. Israel and Judah are defiled. Begin to harvest for yourself when I return the captives of my people. That's Hosea chapter 6. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 6. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise you have no reward from your Father in heaven. 
Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the street, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and power and glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is in the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If, therefore, the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, Will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of his righteousness, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Matthew chapter 6
Romans chapter 6 What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we were baptized with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by glory to, by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, for he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him, for the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? Certainly not. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey? whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present yourselves, members, as, as slaves of righteousness for holiness. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. What fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. That was Romans 6. Revelation 6. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow. And a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, Come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out, and it was granted from it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth, and that people should kill one another, and there was given to him a great sword. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures, saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, 
and do not harm the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth living seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death, and Hades followed after him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth, to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God, and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until the, both the number of the fellow, their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was completed. I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops in its late figs, when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in caves and in rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? That was Revelation 6.